It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring. Drunk Podcast. Spider-Man, Spider-Man all the way. Oh, what a Spider-Man and Spider-Maning all the way. Hey. Uh, Hello. Hi. I hope we didn't make you uh, automatically click off of this episode. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, if, if... that's just our typical type of intro that we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's another one? Uh, um, I don't know why my mind's in Christmas songs right now. <laughs> Doing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Christmas. Oh, just like um, Peter B. Parker and in, Into the Spider-Verse, he did a Christmas album. Oh, yeah. So it all connects. <laughs> see? It all connects. Um <laughs> So yeah, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer released, and we yeah. figured we talk about it for an it hour. Was, <laughs> it was very cool, and it deserves to be talked about. And <laughs> I'm not even gonna wait too long. Spoilers, spoilers. This whole episode. I mean, what we know from the trailer. We're spoiling, but we're gonna everything. be spoiling the other Spider-Man movies. We're spoiling everything Spider-Man related. Just assume that anything Spider-Man re- related as of uh, August 2021, we are spoiling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so let's just get that out of the way. Um, anything? Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, before we get into it, so we've got some box wine here. Yeah. Uh, Peter Vela. Cabernet. Not, not like that matters that much. It doesn't it's matter. box it's wine. It's box wine. It's cheap and it's tasty. And I've also got Coors Banquet because that's a reoccurring thing now. Yeah. And we've got cheap. a single fat tire uh, pale ale uh, here on and it's the sitting uh, amber ale, uh, sitting here on the, the table. The opposite corner of the table. Yeah, it probably won't get drank tonight, but I wanted to mention that it is present. It, it's joining us for the episode. <laughs> yeah, it has its own microphone over there. Uh, it does. It actually really does. <laughs> uh, so it was just on the table when we started recording. And, and it shall remain on the it table. It shall remain, yeah. Um, for the rest of this what do you series. Think, what do you think about that? For the rest of this show. What do you think about that flat tire? That flat tire shall never be moved from this table. I decree. <laughs> put some googly eyes on it. Yeah. I thought about... I, I honestly thought about getting some googly eyes and glue and just putting it on random objects to give them some character. That's very. That's fun. I've seen people do that online. I even thought about putting one of them on my guitar. <laughs> but I would want to do it where I could take them off. Yeah. So or you want to put them like on a gu- or put them on a guitar you don't care too much about. Yeah, like I saw a Squire. Uh, I tele- might put it on my. I saw a Squire Telecaster at the pawn shop today. That would be a guitar you put googly eyes on. Yeah, or maybe my <laughs> little Gitalele. That'd be fun. Yeah, eyes <laughs> that would actually. I would actually really consider that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have stickers all over mine. I mean, yeah, um, put googly eyes on anything, and it. Becomes alive and it will haunt you in your dreamings, dreams. Yeah, or it'll uh, protect your house from evil spirits. It could do that too. It's a gamble to see which one it'll do. Or it could just yeah. be a really dumb looking thing you have. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Either way, it'll be It'll fun. still be a, become a spirit. It just uh, is a very dumb spirit that doesn't really know what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't do much. <laughs> so, yeah, the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is out. Finally. Yeah, I, I didn't... It was leaked a couple days before the official trailer came out. Yeah, I, I had heard the rumors that they weren't going to do a major trailer for it. Yeah, I heard they weren't going to do um, one, but so they did. I, and I wasn't paying attention to a lot of the rumors. That's just the one that came across my online feed. Yeah. Uh, so I was a little surprised when, yeah, you, when you shared that trailer to me. I uh, didn't think it'd be coming out. I mean, it comes out in December, so it is due time for a trailer. But Yeah. And uh, it was good. What are, yeah, re- your first impressions of it. Um, <laughs> it's definitely got me excited. Like like you said, I think it did show a little bit too much, but there's some people complaining it didn't show enough. Yeah, so well, I, I like a trailer to be enough to make me want to watch the movie, but not enough to spoil too much. And I think it did pretty good because we already yeah. knew about one of the big reveals. Yeah. So Also, they do... Marvel has showed fake footage in trailers before. That is true. So, and like either footage that didn't make it into the movie that was completely different... Or they modified footage. I remember mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, the trailer for that. It showed him in one scene with both his eyes. Yeah. Um, because the Infinity War trailer was also at, like, the teaser. Yeah. And they couldn't have him... They couldn't spoil that he loses an eye. Yeah. Simple. And, yeah. like, they also... In the Infinity War trailer, they showed Hulk at the Battle of Wakanda. Yeah. That and, never and happened. they showed them all charging through a forest I, together. Like, that's uh, a scene that just never happened. I wish that happened, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I think they did Hulk um, dirty recently. Yeah. But, um, uh, but it's the multiverse. We know it from Loki. It's already been unleashed. WandaVision teased yeah. at it. Um, my my initial reactions from the trailer was, holy crap, the MCU is getting fucking weird. Now. Yeah. Well, um, now it's going to be called, a lot of people are starting to call it the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, which would make uh, more sense. Yeah. Um, we have the What If series, which I've been watching some of them, but I haven't been like... I haven't watched the most recent one, but I watched the first uh, two with um, Agent Carter and... I really uh, like the Star-Lord. T'Challa Star-Lord one. That one Because that one actually did more like... Yeah. The, like the Agent Carter one was fun. It was a good introduction to the idea. Yeah, but... But it, it didn't really... It really just Diverged followed, that much. Yeah, it really just followed the plot of It was First, first Avenger, Avenger with Peggy Carter instead. Yeah, of, and... and uh, Steve I mean, there was a, some Steve different has things, an Iron Man suit, which that uh, was cool. Which was cool. No, the the Star Lord one really felt like they had a lot of fun. Like it was more creative. Well, and I uh, see people saying, "Oh, T'Challa Star Lord's way better. Everything ended up better." <laughs> From if you pay attention, everything in space is way better. Yeah, but the Earth sucks. Sucks. Yeah, they. <laughs> it's assumed that the Avengers were beaten by the Collector. Yeah, because he, has he took all their the stuff. place of Thanos, essentially the hierarchy. Yeah, took that place, and then when he has, he has all vault, their stuff, <laughs> he has the vault of his weapons. He has like Mjolnir, Cap shield. Cap shield. yeah. He even has Hela's helmet or hat. Yeah, um, somehow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the collector in the comics is pretty powerful, but he's not. Hella but he's powerful. not. Well, he's not like hell bent on like dominating anything. He's just like no. collecting a lot of. I mean, things I, and I like people. They nerfed him a little bit, like. Power wise in the movies, but they kept the gist of him. Yeah, the same. Uh, in in the movies or in the comics, he's a celestial, isn't he? He's no, he's an elder of the universe. Okay, and what they are, 
just real quick, an elder of the universe in the comics is basically the last of a race. Oh, okay. And whenever there's, so like the last human being would end up being an elder universe. Basically oh. like the cosmic, I forgot who exactly does it. It might be the living tribunal, but whatever. These cosmic entities are like, okay, you're the last of this race. You're going to be, we're going to give you all these powers so you can remain. Okay. And like, so whatever. yeah, if, if, so if the human race died out and, and you, there was one person and you left, were the last human, I would be an elder of the universe. Yeah. They might choose you and be like, okay, now you can have a bunch of cool shit. And, and then I would be weird. Like here, Jeff Goldblum or Benicio a, del Toro. Here's like a gold medal. And I'd wear, wear sandals okay. and I would have yeah, like and blue the, lipstick. And the and the <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's character is also one of those. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's okay. the collector's brother. Oh. Yeah. They yeah. never say it in the movies, but he is. Huh. Um But yeah, the the multiverse is the thing. It's already So neither one of them is the last of their species then. If they're brothers. It's <laughs> I think maybe <laughs> they just, both I'm just nitpicking. <laughs> I forget how it works. <laughs> I think they it's more like uh, they're not blood brothers, but they're brothers and like they were raised together. Or something raised, like I don't that. know, yeah, raised by yeah. cosmic gods or you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but or maybe they're the last two of their species, and they both got powers or whatever. Maybe, yeah. Um, no, but the Totala episode. Uh, but yeah, what if just seemed so a lot more creative? What if cool. is like the obvious look into the multiverse? But obviously, Loki. We talked about that. How when mm-hmm. Sylvie killed. He who remains that basically unleash multiverse, but I think it's multiple things happening. Yeah, because so uh, I think Scarlet Witch warping reality has something to do with it, and then obviously the, the the book, uh, the what is it called, the, the Darkhold, the Darkhold, just her existing is causing it. Basically, I yeah. that's the way I see it, and then yeah, Sylvie killing Kang basically. And then Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, getting to the trailer. We thought um, he was going to be like trying to fix everything, but it looks like he's actually going to be causing it as well. Yeah, he's, he's a little because bit to blame in the trailer, as well. <laughs> okay, well, let's start at the beginning trailer. So it's uh, kind of like right after Far From Home, after Mysterio revealed that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That sucks, but he, he can't really do anything about that. But he also tried to blame Spider-Man for killing him. Yeah. Um, with the drones. And early in the trailer, we see him getting interrogated and everything uh, in custody. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a guy in a white T-shirt. And it seems like that's going to be a big part of the movie is uh, the immediate after- aftermath of that. Uh, yeah, that's going to be like the beginning. And we think his defense attorney is going to be none other than Matt Murdock. Yeah. Who has... I don't know if it's been official, but everything's pointing to Charlie Cox being recast as Daredevil. I would love to bring. Them They're bringing they back some of the Netflix people. Yeah, because um, the Netflix shows were hit and miss, but at the very least, the casting for most of the characters was really good. Yeah, um, except for Danny Rand, yeah. that guy from uh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> who didn't know how to, who obviously didn't try yeah. fighting choreography. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, but uh, Charlie Cox's. I mean, he's slamming files on the table, and he's probably saying, "My client was a good Spider Boy. He would never <laughs> kill any weird Jake Gyllenhaal. He wouldn't kill Jake Gyllenhaal. He just uh, wouldn't." Yeah, <laughs> I would love if like the first act of the movie is basically just a procedural a cop drama. <laughs> That'd be like, great. Sort of Law and Order or something. Yeah, it's like that kind of be... boring but cool because <laughs> Matt Murdock's there. That would be really yeah. cool. <laughs> and you know, he can hear he can hear your heartbeat and stuff, seeing if you're yeah. lying. So 
Um, but yeah, we're pretty sure he's going to be in it. So that's already cool. But then after that, so he's cleared of, he's found innocent, obviously, it seemingly, mm-hmm. but everyone still knows that he's Spider-Man and that sucks and is annoying and it's causing troubles in his life. So eventually, and this is kind of playing off the one more day storyline in comic books, yeah. which a lot of people hate. A lot of people hate for that. good reason. It's where he, he tries to get Doctor Strange to help. Doctor Strange won't, so he makes and a he deal with And he doesn't just because he's just like, get fucked. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> he doesn't have a good reason, he just, I don't think. He's just like, nah. <laughs> Peter's like, he was like, help me. And Doctor Strange. Well, I think he has no. the attitude. It's like, you chose to reveal your identity. Because in the comic Civil War, he revealed his identity willingly. Yeah. Because he was trying to, like, give support for the Registration Act and everything. Because yeah. he was, you know. And also, you know, in the MCU, superheroes, they, it's, the MCU isn't as expensive. Most of them don't really care about their identity. Yeah, there's that. There's and only... also, so in the MCU versus the comics, the MCU is not quite as expansive yet. No, not yet. So Doctor Strange, having worked with Spider-Man and fought Thanos with him, has a little bit more of a personal connection to him than he does in the comics. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he ends up going to Doctor Strange and says, Hey, uh, hello, I'm Peter Parker. Can you... Uh, Why are you making him British? Can you make... Because ev- Tom Holland's British. Can you make everyone believe that I'm not Spider-Man? <laughs> Peter Parker's not British. He's from Queens. But Tom Holland is. <laughs> I was going to try to do like a New York accent, but knowing me, it would end up coming out British hey. as sounding like British. Hey, Doctor Strange. <laughs> that's not too I'm bad. walking here. That's not bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> better than I could do. Um, I know so, if I I've tried to do New York accents and it comes out sounding British. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, aside from Wong's uh, advice not to attempt to spell, Doctor Strange is a little cheeky bastard and decides to do it anyways. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so make everyone forget that he's Peter Parker. But in the last second, while he's doing the spell, Peter is like, wait. Aunt May, uh, Ned, my friend, MJ, yeah, I don't want him to forget. Starts having second thoughts about, like, He's like, shut up, what it ruining actually the spell. means, and he steps into the circle and <laughs> yeah. fucks up the spell. And then the multiverse is unleashed or something, the Spider-Man yeah. verse, Spider-Verse. So a lot of people online were saying that uh, they think that this is very out of character for Doctor Strange. Um, there's theory. Some people are like, "Oh, what if he's Mephisto? They're on the Mephisto train again." Yeah, people and I don't re- think he is. People I, I, really want Mephisto. I think in the he's MCU. just I trying think, to be a good friend. I don't think it's out of character for the MCU Doctor Strange. Now I see where people are coming from because throughout like Infinity War and Endgame, he's a whole all like, "It's I have to protect the multiverse and all this shit." Yeah, and but he's always like he, changing his mind. Yeah, and it, but in reality. He, if you the most most of the screen time we've seen of Doctor Strange, he is very egotistical. <laughs> yeah, and he's not afraid to break rules. No, he broke rules especially, in the first place. Especially if I think this is what's happening. I think he's willing to do it either for whatever reason because, um, you know he maybe feels bad for Peter because for losing Tony and all that shit and wants to help because him Because Doctor Strange basically made sure that Tony would die. Yeah, and uh, Tony <laughs> was like a father figure, and there's no way Doctor yeah. Strange doesn't know that. Even though he didn't like Tony <laughs> He's an asshole, but he's not like oblivious to social, yeah. social cues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so maybe that, uh, or... Uh, See, Tony was a high-tech asshole, mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange is a magical asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... 
maybe he there's something in it for him that he's not telling Peter about. There's yeah, there has to be. Why he there wants has to, to be a reason. There but, has to be a reason. Um, um, anyway, he's so egotistical, he probably doesn't think he could fuck up. Yeah, but he does. <laughs> but I'm glad he does because, and maybe there's another reason besides Peter just being annoying that causes it. Because maybe it's yeah. inevitable, you know, at this point. Yeah, possibly. I mean, some people think that, uh, like you mentioned, that it's multiple causes of multiverse. Yeah. So being, it's not just Sylvie killing Kang, but because, you know, Sylvie killing Kang, that happened outside of time, theoretically... Well, no one knows that moment happened at the same well, also, time as Wanda doing her shit. Well, and also, at the same no time one knows spell. when Kane when Kane was like when he just stopped for a second. He was like, "We crossed the threshold." Yeah, we don't know what that means. Yeah, we don't. That could be Wanda doing her shit. That could be Doctor Strange doing his shit, or it could be a little bit of both. Yeah, it, uh, it could be a little bit of both. It could be because that takes place outside of time. It's yeah, like where they physically are is outside of the, the time stream. It doesn't matter. That moment of her killing Kang could have happened both at the same time as Wanda doing her stuff and at the same time as this spell. It's outside of time. Because it's outside of time. It could have happened anywhere. Basically, the way I see weird. it, if you do something outside of time, it affects all of time. Yeah. Like, there's I, no beginning or here, end. Here's my thought about, like, the sacred timeline and all that stuff. The sacred timeline is its own multiverse where within that multiverse or within that universe... It is the but they don't universe, the well as far as they know. I think the sacred timeline. It's not ignoring that the multiverse exists, but they don't cross over. Yeah, or that. Um, and also, in real life, I think the sacred timeline is just the MCU, the first like the Infinity Saga, basically. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, the movies. <laughs> the other movies are different multiverses. Yeah, it seems like they are universes. saying that those other Marvel movies are different That's essentially universes. what's happening. Which doesn't just mean, because people have been talking about, I mean, the obvious of the crossovers with the Sam Raimi and the uh, Andrew Garfield films. I don't know the director for the, those movies. Mark uh, Webb. Mark Webb. Um, I think they chose him just because he had that name. Yeah. And he wasn't a good director. <laughs> so, I mean, people have been talking <laughs> about the crossover of that, but what they're doing with the MCU also means... The Blade movies with Wesley Snipes are a multiverse. Nick MCU. Cage, Ghost Rider. Nick Cage is a multiverse character. I heard Ghost Rider could have appear in the next Doctor Strange movie. Oh, that would be. It better amazing. be Nick Cage. That'd be amazing. Um, if there's a time for all you Mephisto fanboys, if there's a time to bring in Mephisto, it's then. Didn't he die or? <laughs> that actor. I don't. I don't remember. He might be. I don't know. They, but, could, um, they could recast. Recast. But yeah, they could bring in one character and recast the others because multiverse shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it could be anybody. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so that happens, and then we see some villains from the different movies. Essentially, um, they showed a pumpkin bomb from Green Goblin with Willem Dafoe laughing, and it's obviously Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Dafoe's. that's like a. 95% confirmed Willem Dafoe. They just haven't shown him yet. Well, when Willem Dafoe was asked like a couple weeks ago about this, yeah. he's, he neither confirmed or denied that he was in it, which uh, basically means he's in it. Are you saying we're going to have... <laughs> Jackson, are, are, are you saying we're going to have a movie with both character actor Willem Dafoe and character actor Alfred Molina? I think so. <laughs> wow, this is the day I've been waiting for. Yeah, it's weird to think that they actually never crossed over within their own movie universe because they all die at the end of the movie because yeah. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is a murderer <laughs> or an accidental murderer, at least. <laughs> or at least uh, most, he, old, well, most characters in old superhero well, remember, movies. Uh, <laughs> remember in Batman Begins where he was fighting Ra's al Ghul on the train? Yeah. 
And Ra's al Ghul was like, oh, you won't kill me because you rule me or like, whatever. But I don't have to save you. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man's kind of like that because like when Green Goblin did the glider thing, <laughs> he definitely let him hit it in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think. I mean, he sensed it. He's Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is pretty tough. It's like, I won't directly kill you. He could have definitely stopped it. I think. No, I think he could have caught it or something. Yeah. Or webbed but, it. Or... <laughs> no, he was just like, you've been a pain in my ass. I'm just going to let you kill yourself. And if you oh watch that scene, it goes straight into his balls. Yeah. <laughs> right through him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he and lets... It, he has like a weird line he says after he I mean, stabbed. in Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock chooses... Because he's... He has control again from the, ten, the from the arms. Yeah. And I he mean, chooses to sacrifice I himself. I love Spider-Man 1 a lot because it's that tr- classic like superhero I'll villain. get you Spider-Man that. and that's actually uh, a line yeah but uh, <laughs> this, the Spider-Man 2 is uh, better for many reasons one of which being it has a better more emotional ending it's not yeah. just the villain dies it's the villain realizes you know he breaks free from the control of the machine and yeah. and, and sacrifices himself it's a more dramatic so ending. speaking of which yeah Doc Ock is in this yeah definitely for sure Alfred Molina, <laughs> they de-aged him. We talked about it in our news yeah, thing. I'm excited. Um, he's in it. And this is obviously before he gained control over the arms. Yeah. Like, I, they're still in control. And he looks even more, like, he looks a little bit more classic comic book. And he, he has does. that vibe. Yeah, he, he uh... It's like, what would happen? It's kind of like, what if Doc Ock just kept being Doc it Ock in that universe? It seems like they didn't just de-age him, because I, I, I've looked at some side-by-side photos of the from the trailer and the old movie. It seems like they didn't just de-age him, but they slightly modified him, too. Well, what I think to is... look more like... It's kind of like, book. what if Doc Ock continued living and being a villain in that universe? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's back, and he's saying, hello, Peter. And he could be talking... And they don't show him in the trailer. And some people complain, oh, why didn't they show Toby or Andrew? We've been waiting so long. That'd be stupid. Don't show it yet. They don't need to show I don't everything. want them to show that. I, I want that to be in the movie. The only villain that they for sure showed is Alfred Molina. They practically confirmed Willem Dafoe, but they didn't actually show him. They didn't show him. They just showed the pumpkin bomb in his yeah. laugh. But that's clap. Um, we there's all know one that. one other vil- uh, villain they so, kind of showed, but we don't know exactly who it is. You see glimpses of a, what appears to be like Electro. Because mm-hmm. you see the, but it's yellow electricity this time. Yeah. And Jamie Fox, he's gonna be in it because he did confirm a while ago. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm back, but I'm not blue. Jamie Fox is great. I don't like how <laughs> they great. did Electro in that movie. It's a well, there was. Although I will say, out of the Andrew Garfield movies, and we'll get to the rankings yeah, later yeah. and stuff. Um, Amazing Spider-Man Two, I like a lot more than Amazing. Spider-Man. I don't know. I don't know why it's I think objectively worse, but it feels more comic booky to me. True, it does have and that energy. That and both of those movies and a I way better like. co- costume. Yeah, better costume, and I don't like either one of those movies all that much. But he's so. just not a good Peter Parker. No, but he's we'll not. get into that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think he's a good Spider-Man. But that's yeah, we'll get into it. But um, sort of, sort of. <laughs> but I have my issues. There was leaked images, which look pretty convincing. They could have been photoshopped or deep faked. Mm-hmm. We cannot share them because it, our Instagram could be uh, suspended. So yeah. we're not going to, but you can find them. Yeah, we're not sharing any, <laughs> anything that's going to get us suspended. Um, but there's leaked images of Willem Dafoe with like a purple cloak. Oh. And you can see a little bit of the green armor. Some yes. Some people 
speculations are saying he's going to get an Iron Man suit. Ooh. Which would make sense. He would want to upgrade. That'd be very cool. Um, and in the comics, Norman Osborn does get an Iron Man suit. He becomes the yeah. Iron Patriot. He leads the Dark Avengers. Oh, yeah. And then he tries to conquer Asgard or something. Um, uh, yeah. And then he gets his ass kicked, and then he becomes a Green Goblin again. Yeah. And then he becomes a Red Goblin, which is carnage with Green Goblin. Which is pretty Comics crazy. are weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, let's just take these characters and mash them together. But... So you see what looks like to be Electro. Some people think there's like this part in the trailer. It's like for a split second where you see like dirt getting blown up in the air. Some people think that could be Sandman. Yeah. uh, Which would be really cool. I thought he was the best part of Spider-Man 3. He was. He should have just been the villain. He was great in it. The actor was great. The writing was great. That is the best part of the movie. But people Uh, are joking. It's like, what if the pumpkin bomb is actually New Goblin? uh. (laughs) Ah. I mean, honestly, if it was, <laughs> but I James would, Franco I can't would, be in movies right now because of the allegations. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, <laughs> if, if they, if it was New Goblin, I would honestly, I'd say, <laughs> I would say respect to the, uh, uh, like respect to the filmmakers for sticking with it and going all in on the Sam Raimi verse. New Goblin <laughs> with the snowboard glider yeah, and, and yeah. the ski goggles. Oh my God! Yes. But they didn't um, even bother making him like Hobgoblin. They new no, goblin. new goblin. <laughs> yeah. They could have like made him just like Hobgoblin. That would have been would've, sick. It would have been more acceptable. <laughs> no, just new goblin. <laughs> but there's also and there's also a little tiny part like uh, just a frame in the trailer where you see kind of like a dark image of a monster coming mm, through. Yeah, like a roar. Some people thought it was Venom, but most people think it's going to be the lizard. Yeah, because. Supposedly, the Sinister Six is going to be in this. It's like a multiverse Sinister I Six. I hope it's the Lizard. Yeah, I that is one of the parts. I of think the- Tom Hardy Venom. They need to save that for its own movie. Yeah. So I was going to bring that up. So some people think that's Venom. Some people think it's Carnage, or I mean, uh, Lizard. Um, Venom. There will be Carnage comes out in October before this movie. Comes yeah, out. they're not going to do that. Um. So. I think it's probably well, it's supposed to come out in October, but I think it got delayed. Yeah. I th- at which being but. delayed possibly tells me that it's probably not Venom because if they were to make it Venom, like the Tom Hardy Venom, they would probably want to set it up and there will be carnage. No, exactly. I don't think so. I don't. I think, think they are going to meet for yeah, sure. Yeah, but I think they're going to make meet in a Sony movie. In a Sony version. See what I, I think's think gonna happen right. after this movie? It's gonna be like a reset for Spider Man. Yeah, kind of like One More Day did. They're gonna and use, then we're gonna get more classic Spider Man. They're gonna use not, the, yeah, because a lot of people have complained that he's like Ironboard Junior. Yeah, you know, with all the Stark tech. <laughs> I did like that um, in the trailer. The the Iron Spider suit is back. I, I like that suit. I like it's that cool. suit a lot. Yeah. Um, um. But. So yeah, I think it's gonna be Lizard. Also, Mysterio could come back even if Jake Gyllenhaal is dead, because it's a whole team. Yeah, they they could easily bring. They could him just back. like put his hologram somewhere and like. I think he'll show up. I think Jake Chillen will show up in the movie, whether he's a big part of the movie or not. They or will, a flashback. Or yeah, whatever. whether it's a flashback or a hologram. But or if they're building like to the Sinister Six, so we we pretty much know Green. We we know Green Goblin's gonna be in it. We know Doc Ock's in it for sure. We know uh, uh, Vulture, Michael. Keaton. Oh yeah, Michael, Michael Keaton Vulture is coming back. He's confirmed. So he so Green Goblin, Doc Ock, yeah. Vulture. Probably Sandman. That would be really cool. I thought he was cool. Yeah. So one of the lizard, and then 
it could be anybody. It could be like yeah. Mysterio. It could be some people are saying Scorpion because he was teased in yeah. Homecoming. Um, I also I I really I think my I mean it other could than, be Paul Giamatti's Rhino out of the ones <laughs> that like yeah he's like in the big mech and he's like hey I'm actor Paul Giamatti. <laughs> That's one of the examples of <laughs> Spider-Man in that movie just being a terrible Spider-Man. Hollywood always cast me as like the ugly weird guy because so th- <laughs> even yeah. though I'm a pretty normal looking man. <laughs> I, I kind of like Paul Giamatti, but No, he's I, cool. I can't name any movies. I mean, he was in Samuel Adams that like short series. Yeah, I watched that for school. Yeah. High school. I don't know why that comes to the top of my head of things. He was James Adams, wasn't he? I don't remember. And then <laughs> his bro- Someone I watched it, but or I was don't he Sam? No, I think it was. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. No one cares. I don't remember. <laughs> um, no, uh, I no, really. We, call it, we care about you, Paul. G. I think my biggest wish on this, uh, out of things that we aren't almost like practically confirmed, um, is that Sandman is in it. I really hope Sandman's in it. Yeah, because we can't really seeing dirt explode in the air. That could be any. That could just be yeah. An it could be anything. They they've. Some people have uh, analyzed those shots and been like, oh, that's Electro attacking Peter Parker. That's probably what it is. Sandman defending him. Well, because... I don't know. That seems like far-fetched, but it would be really No, it makes sense because in the Spider-Man 3, Sandman's like... He kind of turns... Oh, I did it because my daughter was sick. Yeah, he turns it... I mean, he kind of turns good. I mean, he's still Sandman, but he... They do like a... He kind of helps out Peter. But he was definitely the best part in that movie. Oh, yeah. He's the most complex character in the whole movie. And the most interesting. And the most interesting. And that's taken into account Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man, Peter Parker's definitely an interesting character in that movie. Oh, yeah. Just not in the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I... I, Just look up Bully Maguire memes on YouTube. Before we started recording this, I mentioned that uh, one of my other wish list things on this is that they bring in the uh, Sam Raimi version of J. Jonah Jameson and have several versions of... J. Jonah Jameson played by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> no, yeah, because J.K. Simmons reprises his role as J. Jonah Jameson, but he's, he's like different. He's like bald. Yeah, know, he's like J.K. But, Simmons. But this ver- that but, that version is in the uh, MCU verse. I see it as he's a constant of every Marvel universe. There's always a J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson there. <laughs> no matter who is cast as Spider Man, he's there. Pouring more wine here. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, J.K. Jo- uh, Simmons is the perfect J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, and I saw. Uh, no, he's the most comic accurate character I've ever seen. Yeah, and last time, well, I, in the the Raimi films. Last time I um watched Spider Man One with Tobey Maguire. Uh, the movie has Tobey Maguire. I wasn't watching it with Tobey Maguire. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know Tobey Maguire. Um, uh, and, and I noticed something I, for some reason, not noticed before. So when the Green Goblin attacks J. Jonah Jameson and is like, who's taking these Spider-Man photos? He doesn't rat out Peter. No. He's shows, actually like... He a, does have he, he's, a heart. Yeah, he, do, he is a good guy. He's just an ass. And Peter was like... <laughs> who hates Spider-Man. Just there, too. Yeah, but he does not rat out Spider-Man. No. Or, or well, he doesn't Peter. rat out Peter. He doesn't rat out Peter. He would, he totally would definitely rat out, out Spider-Man. He's always ratting out Spider-Man. Yeah, he hates Spider-Man. <laughs> so it's it's kind of showing that uh, it's the side of him you don't see. Of he's actually like a decent guy. He's just an asshole who hates Spider-Man. Yeah. 
Uh, but he's not like a bad guy. But I like how he's just like an Alex Jones guy in this universe. Yeah, just like a an online like uh, fake news media guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what do, what do you think? Uh, so what would you think if they? We also see had, if they had a uh, a bunch of J Jonah Jameson alternates, and one of them was Alex Jones. I would love that. <laughs> they would never do it. But they I would, would never it. do it. No, <laughs> never. They wouldn't. Disney wouldn't touch Alex Jones with a ten foot stick. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Unless they bought him, <laughs> which they could. I've uh, even heard they might consider buying Sony. My God. <laughs> which would literally make <sighs> them like, it'd be like Disney and then Apple and then. Sodexo, I don't. <laughs> Sodexo, yeah. Sodexo is one of the biggest companies in the world. Or at least I know they're, they're part of one of the biggest. Companies it actually in the world. is. Um, one of the part of one of those conglomerates. I was talking more like movie companies, but yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no but, shit, like uh, not even like all those classic ones. Like Paramount is not. But it's really weird. Like Disney owns Fox now, which by extension means they own Family Guy. Yeah, they have The Simpsons on Disney Plus, but Family Guy they leave on Hulu. But it also means they own the Alien and Predator franchise. Uh, There's a new Predator movie coming out. I forget. What Viacom. The... Viacom, too. That's, that's one of the other really big. Yeah, 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 yeah. They own Paramount and uh, CBS. And Nickelodeon. And, yeah. Um, but we're here to talk about Spider-Man. So, yeah, the trailer. Yeah, it's like, here we are. The different villains are here. And, like, there's. Oh. And, yeah, okay. They didn't show it or even. But. We know there's going to be multiple Spider-Men Spider-Menning about, okay? Yeah. Because if you're going to have the Sinister Six, you need at least two guys for them to punch each. Yeah. <laughs> it just works out. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so they show, you know, all the villains coming out and stuff. They also show a few scenes that I think are interesting. So one of them is Spider-Man. He's in the uh, homeless shelter, the f- whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, Starts with an F. Feast. 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 (laughs) Um, And he's in a black suit, which... uh, Yeah, so the black and gold suit. So they've already released that in toys. Like, we already... I already seen the toys. Yeah, I was going to say, good old Hasbro spoiling things for the movies. Uh, And also... It's a magic suit. There's hot toys of him shooting magic webs. And maybe we'll post this picture, yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. And I don't know why he's shooting magic. Does Do- maybe Doctor Strange gives him some magic so he can go to the different universes or whatever? Yeah, it's a cool looking suit. Yeah, definitely. Hold up a picture here. Um, so it's implied that maybe Doctor Strange. So what I think this is is showing is they fuck it up, and then they try to fix it basically. Yeah, obviously. But it also looks but, like I don't know. If, there's a scene where Doctor Strange is like doing mirror dimension stuff to Peter mm-hmm. and like throwing kaleidoscope trains at him <laughs> yeah i wonder if that's just him showing him like just mad just what, like hey what he's able this to is do. what i can do this is different dimensions get fucked yeah. or are they fighting are they fighting or are they is there someone else there in the scene that we're not aware of yeah and or maybe they're and, just showing and that they're just not, and it's they're cool not looking. fighting at all and peter's just in the middle of it or maybe they're you not know, yeah it's, it's hard to say um and it seems so. One of the theories is that uh, Doctor Strange. Because there's another shot where it shows Doctor Strange uh, pushing Peter's astral projection out of his body, 
and Peter's holding like this box thing. Yeah, it's like a magic box. And people think maybe that's like a prison. Yeah. To help catch people. Um, and uh, possibly one of the theories is that Doctor Strange allowed some of this to happen because maybe he saw some of this multiverse shit happening and wanted to kind of get ahead of it. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to contain threats one very more, quickly. Before we get to the rankings, I have one more question about the trailer. Do you think these villains will be integrated into the MCU? Mm. Or will they be just kind of put back in their place? Not most of them. I think I could see maybe a couple of them being mm -hmm. integrated. Well, because I know Sony has always wanted to do the Sinister Six movie. Yeah. And why recast Willem Dafoe or Alfred Molina, who are when, both great? When all the fans already love them. Just bring them back. Be like, yeah, it's a multiverse or whatever. I will, I will say, uh, if Sony did like a Sinister Six thing in the Spider-Verse, that would be cool. I personally really, really like Tom Hardy as Venom. Yeah, no. And I yeah. hope he interacts with Spider Man. I uh, think Let There Be Carnage is a lot more promising than the first Venom movie. Yeah, I mean, the Andy first... Circus is directing it. Yeah, he's and he's great. He did um, that one Jungle Book movie that wasn't called Jungle Book because the other one was released Mowgli. Mowgli, and I heard yeah. that's actually way better than the Disney Jungle. Book I've heard one. it. Yeah, and the Disney Jungle Book. And I Christian was Bale's a tiger in it. Yeah, so I want to check that out. And the the Disney Jungle Book live action I thought was actually. Pretty good. Too. Yeah, I think it was the only like. I, well, I think Mowgli's like a lot darker take, more closer to the actual original book. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Because you know Disney, they'll take like horrible, yeah, fairy tale like <laughs> Grimm Brothers <laughs> stories, and then make them work for kids. Yeah, because like in Cinderella, she that one of the stepsisters like cuts part of their toe off so they can fit the heel or whatever. Something like that. Like, <laughs> I don't remember. I. I'd have to read. There's read actually that again. some really bad, <laughs> weird stuff in those original stories. I've read some of those old grim fairy tales and stuff. I'd have to, but I'd have to read them again to refresh myself. But yeah, this is probably going to be a shorter one than usual. But we always say that, so it could be two and a half hours before we know it. Yeah, I mean, we're already <laughs> almost forty minutes in. There you go. Uh, so <laughs> that's all we really got to say about the trailer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just excited for it, and I. It's going to be awesome. I can't I wait to see it. I yeah, I think and it's we'll definitely review it when it comes out. I think it's going to be a really cool movie. And, and it comes uh, out December uh, let me, uh, 17th, I think. But it comes out for Christmas. Um, yeah, 17th. You're right. Nice. Um, That's a perfect time to release a movie. We'll actually be done with school by then, this semester. So it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am excited for Shang-Chi. And do you I'm, expect a review from that? I'm very excited for yeah. that. Yeah, that looks super fun. I also want to see the new um, Candyman movie that Jordan Peele did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's cool because it's actually like Halloween. It's a sequel to the first one Yeah, while ignoring the other ones because the other ones are really I'm, bad. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm excited for we Shang We've got a lot of good movies coming up. Like for Shang-Chi, Eternals is coming Eternals, out. Eternals, yeah. Um, I can't say I'm super excited Have for Eternals. Have you seen the new trailer for that? I did. Because it's better. It's better. It's it, not. It doesn't just look like a weird indie film. Yeah, it makes me like go like, okay, this could be cool, um, but I also feel like Eternals, unless they really shock me, which I'm st so I'm still gonna watch it. It still looks like decent. Decent. It looks movie. like it's gonna. But I mean, it, it's good, cool to see like proper celestials in it. Yeah, it looks like a, a movie where the MCU is trying to explore like deeper Marvel lore. Yeah, because that's what it is without committing 
to actually integrating it. Yeah, because they're like, um, oh, it, it feels very separate from the rest of the MCU. We didn't interfere because but the Celestials. The cast whatever. looks decent. I didn't realize Angelina Jolie was in it. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Uh, but it looks decent. Um, but Shang Chi looks awesome. Spider Man looks awesome. Yeah, and uh, and then the next one after Spider Man, which makes a lot of sense, is Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, and then uh, it seems like. Thor Love and Thunder. Then. They started doing it more in Phase 3, but it seems like even more so, the MCU movies are going to be more connected. Like, even if it's a different yeah. franchise movie, like a different character's movie, it's going to connect to the next one, it looks like. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. It started happening as you went into the, you know... Like with Civil War the, and everything. The Infinity and Saga, and it seems to be... There seem to be going more in on it. Um, but and yeah, also, but I just yeah, like... like old, I, old MCU, you can watch them in any order... You can if you missed one. It yeah, like the big, first phase, it wasn't a big deal. Well, this, also like that. Now it seems like you gotta watch all of them. Well, <laughs> Civil War did this, but I think Thor did this better because it wasn't centered on like a big team thing. Yeah, but like Thor Ragnarok, like oh Hulk was in it. Yeah, and Doctor Strange had a little cameo. It's like they're doing more of that now. It's like you can have a Spider-Man movie yeah. and then Doctor Strange or Daredevil will show up. That's the reason why I like the MCU so much. Because that's not, how the comics work too. They're like, not just good movies but they can f- more freely bring in weirder characters that in an origin movie or a standalone movie you wouldn't really be able to do because people wouldn't get it. Well, it's like I was reading a Moon Knight issue recently and just Spider-Man showed up out of nowhere. I was like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. When is that show coming out, Moon Knight? Next year. There's also there's been a leaked quote unquote photo of the costume, but we don't know if it's real or not. Yeah. It hasn't been confirmed, but it looks pretty cool. <laughs> nice. He looks kinda like he's got like mummy wrap and like a hood. It's like tactical oh. but also agent looking. Oh, that's cool. Um with Oscar Isaac, which I'm I really excited for. Honestly, unless they that's that's a hard costume to fuck up. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean they could. I believe they could. Batman's also a hard costume to fuck up, and they've they done have. That, and they've done that. Yeah, yeah. put nipples on it. <laughs> but um, rest in peace, Joel Schumacher. I know you died <laughs> earlier this year. Yeah, Batman's a hard costume to fuck up. I mean, a lot of people don't like the Batfleck costume. I do. I think it's actually not that bad. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they they definitely can. They're capable of fucking up an easy costume. Moon Knight's <laughs> one of those. I they shouldn't be able to fuck up Moon Knight's costume, but I it's I expect it's possible. I don't know. We don't know when that series is going to release, but I expect mid to late next year. Yeah, I would I say. Think, I think uh, the, if they were to fuck up his costume, the way I could see them doing it is if he just like wore like a a baklava and like a tactical <laughs> vest that has some white uh, trim. and a zip up hoodie. Yeah, which old MCU might have tried that, that. He got a hot topic. Yeah. Old MCU might have tried that, make it Especially all Especially like, Netflix. He doesn't actually have a costume. He just has like tactical gear that is kind of in theme. I think the best one they did that was like DIY was uh, Daredevil. Because oh, yeah. he actually did wear that in the Frank Miller comic. Yeah. Just like that, the blindfold and I, like, I mean, just all black gear. One of the reasons like, why the Daredevil show worked so well when some of the other uh, Netflix ones weren't quite as good. Not to shit on the other Netflix ones. Punisher season one was great. Jessica well, I Jones think, but Dare, I think, but Daredevil took a lot of influence from the Frank, Frank Miller run. It took influence from that, and but then, it, but it also wasn't shy to like be like, yeah, it's Daredevil. He's got magical super senses. Yeah, the other ones kind of even dumbed Iron, them down. Even a bit. Iron Fist was afraid to like. 
get tap into that. Well, story. I love how in Iron and Fist Iron it's like, Fist, oh, there's a ridiculous. They're character. taking magic out of Dragon Bones, but then they never show any of it. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's bad at fighting. They just talk about magic. He's in like Iron he Fist. looks like a hipster barista. Yeah. They just they just talk about magic <laughs> and, he and iron. Never fist. gets his they costume. Never actually He's do like it. wearing a hoodie yeah. and like I mean Iron Fist is a is kind of a ridiculous character and I think the only way you could do it well is to go all in on the ridiculous. Oh, definitely. You have to. You have to. Yeah. 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 yeah to go all in on it. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so we are going to rank all 8 Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I also have the Screen Rants uh ranking of the Spider-Man movies. From worst to best. Oh, yeah. Because we know how great Screen Rant always is. Yeah. And, of <laughs> course, there's like a whole... There's like three whole paragraphs before you even get to the ranking. Yeah, of course. Explaining what Spider-Man is. Of course. Explaining... Because they, <laughs> they want you to click through pages to so they can display all their ads. <laughs> exactly. Here's, here's the first paragraph. There have been eight Spider-Man movies since 2002. Here's a ranking of all solo films. Spider-Man is one of the most popular movie properties today, but oh, it took a long God. time for Hollywood to realize how lucrative he could be. Until relatively recently, the wall crawler had only ever enjoyed the small screen. He was star of several series and TV films starring Nicholas. They go through the whole history of Spider-Man like, throughout media, and then they finally <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> rank the movies. Oh, and of course, this, this website's littered with ads, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble. I have an ad blocker on my computer, and when I go to a website like Screen Rant, see, I have a malware blocker, but not an ad blocker. I have an ad blocker, and whenever I go to a website like Screen Rant, it like just has a lot of blank space. Well, it, like it'll websites they they won't just have blank space. Some websites will like have a pop up that says, "Can you please disable your ad blocker before continuing?" <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And there's actually a couple websites that I can't use because the pop up it just keeps. Bringing a thing. So like, instead of giving you ads, it's like disable the ad blocker. Yeah, it basically makes it so you can't. Like weather.com does that. I can't use weather.com with an ad blocker. Wow. Because it it just hates. I mean, that I get I don't have ads a, make things free and everything. Yeah. Uh, it's still annoying and we hate it. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't thought about this. I haven't made a list prior to this. This is all going to be at the top of my head right here in the moment. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be hardest to say what's the worst one. And what's the best one? Because there's a lot that could go in the middle, but there's not that many of them. So, yeah, uh, for me, and, and so we're 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 doing the three the three different main and we don't have to franchises, agree. and we're including into the Spider Verse. Yes, all Spider Man movies. Some yeah. of them include Venom, but that's not a Spider Man movie. Yeah, it's in the Spider Verse, but it's not Spider Man. Yes. Um. So. I just, off the top of your head, I'm going to count, I'm going to count three, two, one, and then we s just say what we think is the worst one. Okay. Three, two, one. Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man Spider 2. Oh, <laughs> I see. I knew this was going to happen because we mentioned it earlier. <laughs> I, 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 for whatever, I, I enjoy Amazing Spider-Man 2 just a little bit more for some reason. I think it's more comic booky. I, th I think it's a little sillier. No, I definitely um. see what you mean. <laughs> and it has a better... Co I, well, I admire the first one's costume because it tries to be different and unique. The from first one, I can I can give it that. I admire The second it. one seems a little too similar to the Sam Raimi suit. 
Yeah, the first just like bigger eyes. The first like, one I can respect the movie in the sense of uh, it tried to be its own thing. Yeah, but it wasn't fun. I think the first one had way yeah. more heart to it, though. Yeah, but it wasn't and fun. better and storytelling with Peter. Yeah, but it also wasn't very good at that either. <laughs> Neither of and them were. Ni- and when you have when you have two way. movies where, yeah, one of them's better at the heart and the story, but they both still suck at the heart and the story. <laughs> I'm gonna judge it on how fun they are, and I think the second one is more fun. No, I definitely see. I I think the best parts of that movie is just like when he's fighting electro dodging yeah. the electric blast and everything some cool there's some cool set pieces and all and that. he like catches a car but um, then all the romance stuff of gwen stacy that's really <laughs> bad yeah uh all the depressing like oh i miss my dad stuff they they tried bad. to do the uh gwen stacy died thing that was in the second one right and also um they didn't do it very what, well what makes me i think uh i think the se- i do agree that the second one is more fun, but I hate I hate Peter Parker slash Spider Man way more in that one because yeah. he's m- even more of an asshole. Yeah. Like Rhino's wrecking all this shit in the beginning movie, and he's like busy making quips while people are dying. Yeah, the, the, that's the, just a problem of his character, though. The, yeah, I'm not Andrew Garfield. I think is fine. No, I think he's I fine. Like but Andrew the Garfield, writing um, of his character, he the, does what they told him to do well. Yeah, he. Uh, the problem that I think the problem I have with Spider-Man in that his version of Spider-Man is that there's a lot of stuff he does while well, in the suit that is very unspe- the I, complaints of a uh, Toby Spider-Man is that he was too goody two shoes, you know that he was. But Spider-Man is goody two shoes. Yeah, he makes quips but, most of the time, at least. But the whole idea of like, oh, when he becomes Spider-Man, he has like this different personality, and he does, but. That doesn't happen with Andrew Garfield. He's a dick when he's Peter Parker. Yeah. He's a more no, of a dick true. when he's Spider-Man. I think, and I think Tom Holland does a good job, but I think Peter Parker should be like the goody two-shoes nerdy guy. Yeah. And then Spider-Man can be more loosey-goosey, more rude. Spider-Man's a little more loosey-goosey. More rude. Spider-Man's a little more braver, quippy. more willing to step outside like the When rules. he puts on the mask, he turns but, into a different person. But when it comes down to one of the reasons why Spider-Man is such a good guy, character is because when there comes a situation where he has the option to kill someone and he's still got a good heart he refuses to because when it comes down to it he cares and he is a good guy yeah and it's not from like a self-righteous thing like batman no just it's just like peter parker batman's just insane yeah it's like, but yeah, Batman is just insane. Yeah. Uh, he needs help. Uh, but like Peter Parker. He's a rich man. with <laughs> Peter Parker's Spider-Man, no matter the differences when he's in costume or not, he is still, when it comes down to it, at his core, he has morals. He is a good guy. Yeah, because like the whole quippy side of Spider-Man is him intentionally putting on an act. Yeah, because he has the mask on, he's more confident that way type of thing. But really, the way he is as Peter Parker is really his true self, actually. Yeah. But like, you know with but Bat- yeah. you know with like Batman like Bruce Wayne's the mask. Yeah. It's the other way around for Spider-Man. Yeah, no, exactly. It's more direct with Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man yeah. is literally the mask. Yeah. No, but uh Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is just mean. Yeah. He's just straight up a mean and, guy. And the first movie where Gwen Stacy's dad who's the cop tells him don't you dare get Gwen stay away from her just promise me as he's dying he immediately gets with her and causes her to die. Yeah. I mean, I would, uh, <laughs> I would really like if if they bring him into this new Spider-Man movie, if he's still mean in it. Yeah, 
still I just don't a want them to fix his character because I want that to be that universe's version of Spider-Man. But what if he met but, Bully Maguire? Oh, true. <laughs> Bully Maguire, I think, would See, win. See, he was basically... Oh, oh he would definitely win. Yeah. <laughs> he would play some piano and then, like, bitch slap him. <laughs> play some piano, bitch slap him. Pizza time. Him, call him a nerd. I missed then... the part, but that's my problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and he would make a gay joke because that was the era where that was allowed in movies. Yeah. Uh You'd be like, he would make a gay oh, did your husband make that suit for you? He would like, make a gay <laughs> joke, and then Tom Holland's Peter Parker would be like, whoa, dude, that's not cool. And Andrew Garfield would probably just be like... Andrew Garfield would just ignore no, the gay No, you! Joke. Yeah, or he, like, <laughs> I think he would just ignore the gay... He would he would just like not even realize that the gay joke happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but anyways, <laughs> so you think Amazing Spider-Man 1's the worst. Yeah, because I, I, th- I think they're both bad movies. Well, I mean, well, disclaimer... I enjoy every Spider-Man movie I've seen, at least a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because it's still Spider-Man, still fun. Um, I think they're both not very good movies, and I just think the second one is more fun. So I'm going to start my list. Yeah. Tasm. Tasm 2 is my worst one. All right. I'm going to keep track of stuff, too. Jackson's keeping track of stuff on a, like, with a, taking notes and shit yes i feel left out so i'm like so i remember i'm gonna also take uh notes uh <laughs> um so on screen rant they have spider-man 3 listed as the worst no it's not the worst uh <laughs> and there's a lot they say that's actually pretty correct in this where still mocked over 10 years later sam Raimi's spider-man 3 is still the weakest of the spidey lot Said a year after Spider-Man 2, the situation looks very positive. Blah, blah, blah. I'm getting a bunch of stuff. It's screen rant. But it's not the weakest of the Spider-Man movies. It's the weakest of that trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still rewatchable. You watch it for the memes. I can still watch that movie. And it's still fun to watch. You can laugh at the cringy parts. Yeah. You know. The Amazing Spider-Man movies. It has this weird energy to it the whole time. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man movies aren't very good, but they never got so bad that they became good. No. And it's uh, not rewatchable. Um, uh, Spider-Man 3. Even the best of those isn't. Yeah. The Spider-Man 3 is like it achieved the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the feat of being so bad it is fun to watch. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, um, and there's still good things in it, like we talked about earlier, like Sandman, uh, Thomas Edenshirt. I think he's great. It, yeah, he is great. Also, you can laugh at James Franco, New Goblin. Uh, yep. You can you can admire Bully Maguire and all his swag and all that. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so, uh, so, and it's, so, so, just to be clear, so eight, eighth place, I'm putting Amazing Spider-Man 1. I'm putting Amazing two. Spider-Man 2. Seventh place... I'm putting I'm putting Amazing Spider-Man two, and I'm putting Amazing Spider-Man um, <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> those are probably gonna be the only ones where we. Re- well, I'm curious to see we, when we, we get might closer disagree to on the- a couple others, but those are gonna be the only ones that we probably fight over. <laughs> yeah, all the other ones well, are gonna be like, oh, I see, I see. And Amazing Spider-Man yeah. one, I also really like Lizard as a villain because he was supposed to be the villain in Spider-Man four. 
they mm-hmm. were hinting towards that. I do Kurt like Thomas. Lizard. He's the best part of that movie. Um, I also the, do the, like the, 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 the I like that he the made Goomba face is weird on him. I think they should have done like a <laughs> it num- is a Super Mario movie Goomba. I think they should have done a lizard face on him. No, but they were like, oh, it's good to be more realistic. Other than that, I like he definitely it. has Goomba face. Yeah, <laughs> and I hope he looks. Ex- I hope they just bring the same character model for the movie for the new one. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> they should not change it. Uh, Don't make him look cooler or whatever. Just yeah. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Why I like Amazing Spider-Man One, I just I like it's more simplistic. It's not trying to like build up to like a whole Spider-Verse thing that eventually failed with Sony with Paul Giamatti. Yeah, with Paul Giamatti. Damn you, Paul Giamatti! (laughs) You see him be a dick, but like he's not a dick all the time. Sorry, Paul. Um, I like Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben actually. Yeah, and I like how and I do think it's funny how he works his way around. Same with Great Power comes great responsibility because he can't say that because it was already said in another movie by a better yeah. Uncle Ben. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, when you when you do things, you do them good and you do them right and you think about it when you do things and how guilty you would be. And he, he's he like, says... <laughs> he's just trying to say the phrase without actually saying the words. He's, just, he's trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, you gonna find it? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. Find I really that like Martin Sheen. He is really good. I yeah, and I love when um, uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, when he told uh, Marlon Brando that uh, what did he tell him? Stop being a weird uh, having remember. a weird tribal cult, Marlon Brando. Yeah, hey, Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando was like, hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marlon Brando, start having a, stop having a weird cult. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So <laughs> that's Apocalypse Now. That is the summary of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's There's your summary. <laughs> ten out of ten. It is summary. Okay, here's a summary. It is Vietnam. It is Vietnam. Not, not. I like to not, smell an It is the Vietnam War. No, it it's, is Vietnam. I like to smell an A-bomb in the morning. Yeah. And then, hey, my, hey Marlon Brando, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Having a tribal quote. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So this list has Amazing Spider-Man 2 in seventh place. Mm. Okay. And then it also has Amazing Spider-Man 1 in sixth place. Okay. I I think it's pretty obvious now. Screen mostly agrees with you then on that. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is in six. But not because I hate it so much. I mean, when it came out, I was all over it when I was a kid. I love. Oh, it. dude, I had the action figures. I oh had, yeah, I had the Sam Raimi. Spider-Man. I saw it like multiple times. I did too. I had the spy. <laughs> I had the Sam Raimi Spider-Man Lego figures. Do you remember those? Those were actually the I, Mega Blocks ones. No, they made, oh, no, the a, Lego, they made they official, Lego, yeah. official Lego ones. They did and, have uh, Lego. It was before they did a lot of Marvel stuff, but they did uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man ones. I had from Spider-Man Two the Lego set that was the. Bank heist with Doc Ock. Nice. I have that set. That's really cool. It was so cool. I loved it. I remember my grandma bought it for me. Nice. It was one of those. Uh, I was at my grandma's house and she she went. I went to Target with her and being a grandma, she's like, "You could choose something else." That's cool. And I chose out the Doc Ock set. Nice. Was, yeah. So <laughs> Spider-Man three. And I think we both agree that it's in sixth place. I yeah I agree yeah. Again, it's bad, but it is. 
rewatchable. It is Sam Raimi didn't care when he was making this movie. He did not like the idea of Venom being a villain. Yeah, it's one of those. He hated that. I think it was one of those Um, things where. um, But Sony forced that character on him. Yeah, it's one of those situations where the director he he got into the project, and then they wanted so much from it that he regretted getting to the project, but he was stuck contractually stuck into it. Um, no, what's funny about this movie, the things that are bad about it are contradictorily the things I like about it. Yeah. (laughs) So new, you get new goblin, new goblin. You see James Um, Franco hit his head on a pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Actually, I think that's a cool fight scene. It is a cool sign. It's actually a cool. It's the first time you see him fighting without the suit, you know, and like it's actually a couple. It has a couple good set pieces in it. No, it it definitely does. Um, But Sam Raimi, despite studio interference, is still a good filmmaker. Oh yeah, (laughs) so it does have a few good sequences in it. Well, I mean, Evil Dead was an indie movie. Yeah. Yeah, and he ended up making that. And Sam Raimi is doing Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, and I would love for them to uh, bring Bruce uh, Campbell back in that. Oh, that'd be amazing. That's all I want. And there's a new Evil Dead movie coming out called Evil Dead Rise, I think. But I don't think Bruce Campbell's going to be in it, but he's a producer. The show was pretty good. You should check out the show, Ash yeah, vs. Evil Dead. Yet, yeah, it's pretty cool. I've heard it's good. It's funny. And it's just exactly what you want from that kind of nice. thing. Nice. Um, but <laughs> with Topher Grace's Venom, oh I feel God. like that casting choice. And he left that 70s show for that, and that show got worse yeah, I, I'm a fan of that 70s show, and that was the worst part of that 70s show when he left. Yeah. Because he's actually it was a like funny a weird re- Like, he went to Africa or something. Yeah, he went to Africa. Yeah, like and a, like... I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, it was stupid. Um, um, but <laughs> he's actually a funny guy, and I like but him. But Topher Grace's <laughs> Venom, it just didn't work. He is one of the worst I'm just glad you still get J.K. Simmons. Yeah. You still I, get him. What else? I mean, Topher Grace is just... Out of that list of actors... Who I think would be appropriate to play Venom. Topher Grace is on the same level as like the guy who plays Mr. Bean. Yeah, I, he's just <laughs> no. That's a terrible choice. For Apparently, Venom. he's just like into editing movies now. I've heard that. Yeah, he did like a edit of the Star Wars Star Wars prequels. I want to check that out. Yeah, he, I mean, I, I think <laughs> Topher Grace is a fun actor. He's a he's, he's actually a decent actor, and it's cool that he's doing his own thing. I, but uh, God, I he mean, was so bad at that. I mean, I think I mean. He's supposed to be like the opposite of Peter, working the same job. No, if anything, Joel for Grace wouldn't be a terrible Peter Parker. No, honestly, he'd be a better <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, also, Toby obviously didn't work out or care for this one. Like, he's a little no, chubby. Yeah, he he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> but. He did obviously have a lot of fun with like the whole Bully Maguire emo stuff. Bully Maguire stuff is is the best part. Um, (laughs) Rent. Just look up all the. Oh yeah, Rent. (laughs) The landlord (laughs) is my favorite person in the movie. Yeah, he should have been the villain. He should have been. (laughs) If you guys want to have a fun time for about forty-five minutes, um, look up. um, It's by Spider Side, a YouTube poop maker. He only makes Spider-Man ones. Look up. Spider-Man, or no, I think yeah, I think it's called Spider-Man at Rinse End. Just yeah. look that up and watch it. And I'm sure we can link it. Yeah, see what you think yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, good parts of the movie. Sandman was good. Yeah, Sandman was good. J. Jonah Jameson he, was good. See, Sam Raimi wanted Sandman to be the only villain, and he should have been. Yeah, because I, I mean, they're doing a lot of villains in this in No Way Home, but they've 
MCU has built itself up to allow that type of stuff to happen. No, exactly. The Sam Raimi Spider-Verse did not build itself up properly to have too many villains in one movie. Well, because the formula of that is like the villain is kind of like a mentor or a friend of Peter, and then they get in a science experiment accident. Yeah. And then they start robbing banks. <laughs> <laughs> you know. When do you stop asking why they're robbing banks, and when do you start asking why does everyone that Peter makes friendships with start robbing banks? Also, um, <laughs> this is the worst Kirsten Dunst is just the worst in this one. She is. <laughs> they literally reuse her screams from the previous movies. She doesn't even do new screams in it, and they're already annoying. She is a toxic just, version of MJ. No, she's really toxic. Like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, "Yeah, Peter, uh, why why do you want to be with her? Like she's treating you terribly." Yeah, MJ in those movies is uh, terrible. Yeah, Zim, <laughs> like that's one thing I like about um. The new Spider-Man well, movies is not only did they switch up the whole MJ thing and yeah, we'll turn Zendaya. on this a little bit, but Zendaya, she's cool. You like she's her? She's cool, and MJ she's is fun cool and cool in it. She's, she's fun. She's not toxic. <laughs> she's a good person. No, she can be like a a dick, but she's fun. Yeah, she's um, fun, and she can be a dick, but she's not toxic. She's not no. a bad person. No, Zendaya is great. Her version of the that version of the character is great. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst's MJ is just an unfunny bad person. Yeah, that's just <laughs> no fun. Um, and always screaming. And, and that's my one complaint of that trilogy. And it gets really bad in the third one. She's just like a damsel in distress. Like, that's literally like the plot point. Yeah, the Smurfette principle, all that. Yeah. Um, but that there was something else. Uh, maybe I'll remember it. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that movie, there's the scene where New Goblin <laughs> tells her to break up with Peter at the bridge and all this stuff. And, like, Peter cries like a baby. Tobey Maguire is great at crying. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but um, she, <laughs> she does this. She breaks his heart. But it's like she could have just said, hey, um, Harry's over there. He told me to break up with you. Can you just, like, thump him in the head? <laughs> Yeah, and no, she listens to Harry. Like Peter would totally kick his ass. Yeah, it's dumb. It just doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> I just love Harry Osborne in that where it's like, but I do like that scene where Harry, they Harry, fight each other at his house, and then his like butler shows up. Yeah, who's like a hundred years old, by the way. <laughs> I I just love Harry's Harry in that movie where he's an asshole. Becomes a supervillain, gets his ass whooped by Peter <laughs> twice, then, <laughs> twice, and then shows up at the end to help. Well, and I also like the idea that his <laughs> butler, um, who is Norman's <laughs> butler, he tells him that Spider-Man didn't kill his father after half his face got blown up. Yeah, not he didn't tell him he was like he could have told him way before like he started getting all the equipment and like got the serum and like went crazy and tried to kill him he could have yeah. said hey he, he didn't kill your father it, he killed himself with his glider and all that yeah <laughs> but no he waited Fucking until butler. he became a criminal until he almost tried to kill a man until he he himself got his face blown up to yeah. be like oh he didn't kill your father yeah by the way he d- <laughs> no i just love that Willem Dafoe does come back in that movie, which does help. Yeah, in the mirrors and stuff. Yeah, it's like, and I just, I just love, uh, I just love that Harry's character is just like, he's trying to 
honor his father and get revenge. And he just sucks at being a goblin. <laughs> he just yeah. he gets his ass whooped every single time. Little Will, goblin junior want to cry. Will actually got the upper hand on Spider Man a few times. No, yeah, <laughs> but he's like little goblin junior want to cry. Yeah, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, even though the face CGI is really shoddy, um, I do like the scene where he attacks him out of nowhere when it's just he's not in a suit. Yeah, and he's like trying to catch the ring, the whole the wedding ring and everything. That's yeah. a cool fight. That, and then he hits his head on the. And then he hits pipe. his head. On the <laughs> well, no, he Spider Man gets ahead of him, sets up a web. He runs into that trips, then hits his head and pipe, right. tumbles down by a dumpster. Ragdoll style. Yeah. It's amazing. I love that. I Favorite love, scene in that movie. I love that scene. Um, I also love, and another reason I like Sandman, you know, he has this whole thing, like, he's not really a really bad guy. He's a criminal, but, like, he's robbing and stealing to help pay his daughter's he's, medical he's, bills. Yeah, he, he's forced into but a situation. I like that he is the first villain that actually, like, has, well, I guess Green Goblin has, like, super soldier stuff. But he's like the first villain that has proper powers. Yeah. Like he gets transformed into Sandman. It's not yeah, just like equipment. He's, he's like, actual powers. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, but then, you know, the symbiote just comes in crashing in on a meteorite with no explanation. I think it should have been like an experiment or something or gone wrong. Yeah. Because that would fit more with the tone of those movies. It would. Because it's always like a science experiment or something. So, yeah. And, and it wouldn't be so bad from the comics like in the yeah venom came from space as a symbiote but he's been in labs and shit but no uh, exactly yeah. but uh whether or not you think like basically like what they did in the venom movie no exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, whether or not you think spider-man 3 is actually a better movie than spider-man 2 i mean amazing spider-man 2 it's still way more rewatchable and way more fun to watch yeah um this list has Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man 1 beating out Spider-Man 3. And then the next one, the number 5, which I can see why they put it here, but I don't agree. They have Spider-Man 1 at number 5. Mm. But it's hard to say. Um, um. So the remaining movies we have left is Homecoming, Far From Home, Spider-Verse, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I guess that's a good spot for it, but Spider-Man 1, I mean, that started this. We wouldn't have all these movies. If this movie wasn't successful... I feel dirty putting Spider-Man 1 at 5. Uh-huh. But you're going to do it. But I'm going to put Spider-Man 1 at 5. I mean, I just can't. It's just because the other movies in on the list are just, are just better. I mean... Are just really good. I can't put... Yeah. Spi- I mean, I mean, we talk about. I think we out of I all. I can't Sp- put Spider-Man: Homecoming at, in the spot. I can't. No, I definitely can't put Spider-Verse in the spot. It's just like, yeah, it's really important to me. It's so it, it, I loved it. So as a kid. we're getting to the and we're getting to the territory where we're not like to the bad ones anymore. We're just yeah. to the. It, this is the point where it becomes they're all harder. Good, it becomes harder to rank them. Yeah, they're all good, but some um, of them are just a little bit better. Yeah, I feel dirty putting it there. I mean, because like Willem Dafoe is probably yeah, one of my favorite. We get character movie. actor Mo- Willem Dafoe. Character actor Willem Dafoe is one he of my is favorite, great. like superhero movie villains. And of I'm all time. so great. He's practically coming back as the Green Goblin because he's great as the Green Goblin. And now it's a shame his costume didn't let him emote as much with the helmet. 
Yeah. He looks like a green Power Ranger. But they still gave him a bunch of Because honestly, scenes. they could have just painted him green. Because he already has that kind of face. He has a goblin face. <laughs> <laughs> but but they give him they gave him a lot of good scenes. Now. Oh yeah, he gets a lot yeah. of good just monologues and stuff. And it's yeah. like when he's talking he to himself. Is and absolutely like, the best part of the movie. Yeah. Like oh yeah yeah he is great. The scenes where he's in his like study and he's like hearing the goblin voices. But this those movie, are great. Those I mean, great. yeah, it's it's what started it all. But this movie does have some problems that irk me. Not anything with like like cinematography or like filmmaking itself, but for one, the high school students are like in their thirties. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the guy who plays like Flash, Flash, uh, what's his name, uh, Joe, whatever. He's been in bigger stuff, I think, or at least some shows. But the guy that plays Flash looks like he's thirty-eight. <laughs> and they're two grown men fighting each other in a high school. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, but, Man, Joe, uh, uh, Mangelino. Yeah. Man- Mangel- Mangel- but I can't Leo. rag on it too much for that because every movie had that problem for a long ass time. Yeah. Until not too recently, honestly. It was, it's like, especially like old 80s and 90s movies, like in the slasher movies, like the high school students my girlfriend are really, like 38. My girlfriend really likes Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, admittedly, but I, it has. Admittedly, that I like it too. But it definitely. Has but that it has problem. that problem. They did an okay job because uh, what's her name who plays Lillian? How I Met Your Mother. Um, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of the characters do look like they could be like old, old-looking high school students, but it does have that problem, especially once it gets like after the season two. <laughs> no, I could see like um, Toby and his class. Like I always. When I was young, I always thought they were like college students, at least in this first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, they—I they, mean, they look like college, <laughs> but some of them, including Flash, look like they're way out of college at yeah. this point. Here's bonus, bonus. He looks like he could be someone's dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here's <laughs> bonus points for Spider-Man One. Uh, I know this is a well-known fact, but the scene where he catches Mary Jane in the in the cafeteria and catches all the shit on the tray. He did that in real life. Did that, took, they added like sticky stuff to it. Yeah. It took a bunch of takes, but he did that. It took like 167 takes yeah. or something like that. That's one of the, Oh, that's uh, one of the funnest, like the actor. Actually here's did another, that here's another fun fa- fact. I forgot to tell everyone when we were talking about the trailer. So just yeah. now I, I was just reading the Spider-Man no way home trailer beat Avenger Endgame's record for having the most views within 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, Spider-Man is the most popular I mean, this, Marvel character. Well, yeah, and this yeah. this looks like Spider-Man's Endgame, you know, yeah. like because we're getting all the Spider I'm, things together. I'm almost as excited for this as I was for Endgame. No, honestly, yeah. I'm trying to not get my hopes up. No, yeah, you never. I'm really trying know. to not expect it to be amazing, but I am excited. I can't because like it Alfred Molina could yeah. be. Alfred Molina could be in it literally for the portion we see him in the trailer. Yeah, but then it'd be like, oh, we but, saw him. But that's still cool. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's still super fan service. But I mean, hell, I'm I'm the type of person that got excited in the solo a Star Wars story when, when they, they explained when they very briefly mentioned Ara Singh. Oh yeah, from the Clone Wars. I was I was the person in the theater that was like, <laughs> like the Leonardo DiCaprio person. meme of him pointing at the TV. Well, I, like, <laughs> that was me. I'm like, he said it. He that said movie <laughs> could have been better. 
Yeah, I, I. They didn't have to tell us why he got his blaster and his jacket. No, I, I enjoy that movie, but it's not good. No. No, it's not <laughs> a good movie. I still enjoy it. Woody Harrelson's fun. Maybe one day it we'll has rank it. Uh, Donald Glover, I want more of him as Lando. Oh, yeah, he's great he's as so a young good. Lando. Uh, but it's not good. I enjoy it, I but w- it's not good. <laughs> you know, one day we'll probably rank the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. And that one will probably be around Phantom Menace. Yeah, it'll be in the second half of the movies <laughs> for me. Yeah. I mean, there's, what, uh, <laughs> 11 Star Wars movies now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah f- but for five, I would put Spider-Man 1. I, if, I feel dirty. No, it does feel dirty. I mean, but, but it's it it's the standard, right? Yeah, I feel dirty, but yeah, it's it's number five for me because number four. Well, number this four, is where I think we're going to really start disagreeing on stuff, for the most part. This is hard. I the, think I, I think this one is not that hard. I think it's three, two, and one that are hard for me. Number four is like, do we want to put that movie in this spot? Um, I would put because there's things, and I agree with Scream Rant from here mostly. Yeah. I would put Far From Home here. I would put Homecoming. Oh, yeah. No, I would put Far From Home. Far From Home was really good, and it felt like um for me, it felt refreshing because it felt like a Spider-Man adventure in a movie that wasn't an origin story type of thing. No, I definitely it was well playing with MCU stuff more. It was playing with Marvel stuff more. It was really cool. Homecoming? No, Far From Home, which is a, well, I'm, what I'm putting here at number four. See, I'm putting Homecoming here, and my reasoning is, well, we're to the point where they're all they're good. They're good at this point, but um, Homecoming still had too much of the Tony Stark stuff. Yeah, and I love Robert Downey Jr., but I like seeing Spider-Man going on his own Spider-Man adventure. I totally get that. And also, and but see, what made me put almost put this over Far From Home because I think Michael Keaton is a better villain. Yeah. Than Jake Gyllenhaal. But they pulled off Mysterio. All the how did they pull off Mysterio? He's the one of the lamest Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home. They made him work. Spider-Man Far From. Well, let me tell you why I think (laughs) Spider-Man Homecoming should be here. It. You never get a lot of good Spider-Man like fight scenes in it. He's mostly just like dodging and like making quips and like and that's good. Yeah. And but it's a really good movie. It's for Spider-Man's proper movie into the MCU. He was introduced in Civil War and now we see him fleshed out. I love yeah. the costume. Tom Holland's great. And I think Tom Holland he does a really good job of kind of balancing Tom McGuire's goody two shoes, and then Andrew Garfield's like asshole. I think Tom. Like, I think Tom Holland is like the best. Right in the middle, he's the best overall Peter Parker Spider Man. Yeah. we've seen. Yeah, in in live action, he's the best overall. Other than the Japanese Spider Man, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but uh, <laughs> yes. No, uh, far from home. But, I mean, I mean, it's going like here where the main reason I put it number four is because the next three movies I like more. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but but here's why I like Far From Home. Here's why. Homecoming is in fourth place for me. It still felt like a standard MCU fair movie. It had the same kind okay. of look and feel. Yeah. Far right. From Home was the first, basically one of the first MCU movies that felt really comic book You're right. No, it did feel comic book Like all the visuals of Mysterio and the illusions is just I amazing. I the setting. No, Far From Home was a... Yeah, the setting's fun. It's a really good Europe. movie. Um, um, but... 
and you just see him on his own and it's just it's really hard to say and also this is the one where you get JK Simmons it is reintroduced yes. that, that as is uh, bonus J. points for far from home yeah Jameson <laughs> but it's just the comic bookiness of it the illusions fight with uh, Mysterio oh, and yeah. you see like zombie iron man coming out and like all the illusions and the the special effects were phenomenal yeah it, um I even enjoy. I mean, and and it, and it still had, even though it, so it, it seems like it has a crazy plot that's all over the place, but it still has like that moment where Happy Hogan comes and picks him up, and he has that classic Spider-Man moment of, oh, I feel like I suck, and Happy Hogan's yeah. like, you don't suck, you yeah. just have to do it yourself, and he builds his own suit. Well, not, yeah, I like and, when he, there's and more and independence. It's really good. There's more independence in this one, and I just like there's better. I feel like there's. It's more Spider-Man than Spider-Man Homecoming because you oh, get I like, totally get that. Yeah, like he tunes in with the spider sense, or as Peter Tingle, you know, you get all that action. Yeah. Uh, you see him, but at the same time, though, Homecoming with Michael Keaton as Vulture. Yeah, because I, he's I, up there in like I my would top. Put, he's like in my top three Spider-Man villains in the movies. Now. I would put Homecoming at number three for me after this, and it's be. I mean, because it's hard to put it. It's really hard to choose which one goes where because over I mean, I guess I would put it put it down to this. I've rewatched both of these movies many times. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, I find myself enjoying Homecoming more. Well, and I love Homecoming because I, I, like, I, I just legitimately do Michael Keaton is Well, that's what really makes the holy movie. crap. I, that my, that's what makes Homecoming. My favorite scene in the movie. And I just I know I, what senior. I, scene you're I just think about. it's amazing how they did this, where they had a scene with the villain where he's not in his suit or anything like that. It's where you know he's taken Peter's taking his daughter to dance, and also that was a really good twit like twist there when they that reveal him because of uh, course you knew he was the villain. What's her but name? You didn't, father. You didn't know he was the father, and yeah. the the reveal when he opens the door and it's the vulture there. But when he's when he the daughter goes and he's like I gotta have the the dad talk with Peter. Homecoming was definitely like a John po- Hughes yeah high school film. Oh know? yeah, it was totally like a high school yeah. film. But, uh, but 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 that scene where he you know the they're going to the homecoming yeah, dance and he has the talk and he's with like him. I need to have the dad talk with Peter. So she gets out and he pulls out a handgun and just leans over the seat. He's like, so Peter, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, and he's basically like uh, he's like stop messing with my shit, stay away from my family like. Yeah, he's basically like, go show my daughter a good time and then leave us the fuck alone. Yeah, and if I see Spider-Man around... Or I'll kill you. And I'll kill you <laughs> and everyone you care about. Yeah. <laughs> and that and, was, that's one of... I mean... And the thing is, like, he's actu- like he's not t- technically a threat to Spider-Man because you can just dodge a bullet or yeah. beat him up. But he... It, he, he is so threatening. He's just intimidating. With, he's he very is. intimidating. I mean, Willem Dafoe and, and uh, Alfred Molina are my favorite Spider-Man villains in a movie, but that is my favorite Spider-Man I mean, villain Spider-Man, scene. Spider-Man beat Winter Soldier and Falcon like no problem no at problem. all. Yeah, people but then, forget how strong Spider-Man oh, is. Definitely. Like, but then like Vulture with a handgun is more intimidating than the Winter Soldier. Yeah, because. <laughs> Michael Keaton just sells it yeah. so well. I, I love Michael good. Keaton. He was in a recent because he's coming back as Batman in the yes. Flash movie. Yes, and he's also coming back oh. as Vulture, which is great. I just but want more they, Michael. They, Keaton. They were interviewing about all this and about him coming about as Batman, and he basically said, "I don't understand this at all." 
But I, I, I know people that. like yeah. it, so I'm having fun with it. He's I, did, like, I did see that. He's like, I don't get this at all, but it's fun. It's so, fun. <laughs> I mean, also, but he also said he also said uh, he was like, even though I don't get it, the fans really like it, and he respects that, and he wants yeah. to do a good job. Yeah, he's so, having like, fun with it, wants to do a good job, and but he literally that. does I, not he, understand the multiverse. I love, I love it. He's, he's so he's so great. I mean, yeah. also another scene with him I really like. So it's when uh, it's at the beginning of the movie when the. Department of Damage Control comes in, and yeah. I don't know what they say to him, but they say something to him. He just turns around and goes, "What'd you say?" And he just and punches, he punches the guy, the guy in the face. <laughs> yeah. The way Michael Keaton, and, and you couldn't—that wasn't just the writing; that was Michael Keaton. Well, Michael Keaton's actually and, hilarious too. I mean, he was a stand-up comedian. But, yeah, you know, he—he's great. He was a—he was a comedy actor before he was Batman. Yeah. No, no, I I would say Alfred Molina and uh, Willem Dafoe are my favorites, possibly partly because they're from my childhood. Yeah. But, God, Michael Keaton is one of the best MCU villains of well, all time. There's, I forgot okay. who did it, but there's like this video essay I saw on YouTube talking about how Michael Keaton's Vulture is a Sam Raimi villain, essentially. Oh, yeah. Like... The way he's presented, the way he, he has a relationship to Peter. Kind he is. Of, he's and, presented differently than a lot of MCU villains. He's not just this separate th- evil that they have to yeah. uh, attack. He is. Or like the opposite version of them. Yeah, you know? he is. He's he basically is part a, of Peter's life. Yeah, and he's, he's an intimidating dad. Yeah. <laughs> that happens to have a big vulture mech. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love uh, So I, I mean. That no, home, yeah, that's homecoming. Tough. Also, just, they're both so great. It just feels so like well, you're. I think you're right. Far from home feels like a Spidey adventure. Well, and it finally, it but just feels like the MCU finally like giving in to the comic book. It's quirkiness. letting Spider Man just be Spider Man. Yeah, but homecoming also felt like a even with the MCU, the Tony Stark stuff felt like a traditional Spider Man story to me. No, and I do love Which his relationship with Tony Stark. I think it's great. Good. He's like, I'm t- if you're not. Yeah. If you, what what he said, he was like, if you're nothing about the suit, like, yeah, I'm taking away your suit. I'm Tony Stark. Yeah, I, I bought all your shit. <laughs> I think uh, I. It's really hard to say because I again I've I've I'm gone, Tony Stark. I I murdered men. I've gone I back and terrorist. forth. I've gone back and forth a few times on <laughs> Far From Home and Homecoming. Which one I like more? But I just think I've come to the conclusion of. Homecoming, I just <laughs> generally enjoy more. Hey, I'm Tony Stark. I'm a billionaire. I could blow up your family. <laughs> I have I'm taking away suit. Tony Stark has blown up families. I've probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed terrorists. I've killed not terrorists. I've killed a lot of people. I mean, you know, um, you know, all the people that are mad about at him about Sokovia, they're not totally wrong to be mad at him. Well, yeah, he did create a murder bot. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> But a lot of people forget that Bruce Banner also helped him create a murder bot. And they created yeah. a really good murder but bot. But only, only because Tony Stark peer pressured him into it. Yeah, and because he pays all his bills. <laughs> yeah, and Bruce Banner is just a sucker for peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Until he turns into Hulk and, you know. But, um, and, but now he's like hipster smart Hulk. But I've heard when he comes mm. back in She-Hulk, he's n- going to be different. I hope Hopefully so. that means I he's so. going to be. I appreciate smart Hulk for one movie. But I don't. That's want, a one-off thing. I don't want too much of it. Yeah, I want him to do like Immortal Hulk or something. Yeah. that'd be sick. So, but, um, uh, so yeah, I put number th- three for Homecoming. What did you f- decide for number three? I put Far From Home for number ah, three. So this is one of the ones. Here's where we, the we toughest just, we part. We just swapped them. Yeah, we swapped the other ones in the beginning. Here's the toughest one: deciding between number two and one. I don't think this is that hard. I thought it was four, three, and two that are the hardest for me. 
Number this one, is so hard for me. I actually. don't think it's very hard for me. For me, it's really hard, and I, I okay, it's in between Spider Man Two and Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go through your thoughts here and explain your thoughts before I reveal my definitive one or one and two here because I've I think I've I think I got it. I think I've decided. I think I know how I like these movies. See, I don't even think should, I, ha- I don't even think we should be keep comparing these last. Two. I have strong feelings about both of them, but I it's wrong to be comparing these last two. I, I have think. strong feelings about one of them specifically. This feels wrong though. It feels wrong. We have to though. It's I know a, we have it's to. Our job is a the odd drunk podcast. Yeah, we promised we you guys a definitive odd drunk podcast list with a couple disagreements. For me, <laughs> but for me, number two, this is really hard to say because I think it's amazing. It is one of the best movies I've seen. One of the best animated movies I've seen. Mm. So that tells you what number two yeah, is. Yeah. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. It is arguably the best Spider-Man movie. And I will sit here and say that it is, but it doesn't feel... Here's... Okay. Here's my reasoning. <laughs> Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse is amazing, but it's my number two because it doesn't feel like a solo... It's not a solo Spider-Man adventure. It relies on the Spider-Verse thing. Mm-hmm. It also relies on the amazing animation that it has, which makes it a really good movie. Oh, yeah. But I think as a Spider-Man movie, I want that solo Spidey adventure. Yeah. And Enter the Spider-Verse isn't that. Okay. But it is amazing. I put Spider-Man 2 at number two. I know. I disagree. I, I know you do. I disagree. Because Spider-Man 2, I think, is the best live-action Spider-Man movie, hands down. Yeah, uh, definitely. Obviously, based on my list. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, Doc Ock is the be- my favorite villain. Yeah. Um, Character actor. Tobey Maguire is at his best in this. Definitely, yeah. The character arc is at its best in this. Spider Into the Spider-Verse, I think, is not only the best Spider-Man movie, I think it's one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. I think Miles Morales' character arc is far better than any Peter Parker arc I've seen in a movie. Well, I think... um, I think they handle it better. I think his leap of faith at the end is no, that's the, one of the best scenes in any superhero movie no, de- I've no, ever I mean, seen. It could switch for me, but Spider-Man 2, I grew up with that. Oh, yeah, I totally I get mean, it. Again, again, it's... So, I don't think... And it also, was... it's kind of bad of me. It's kind of a bad habit. I usually do prefer like a really good live-action movie over a good animated movie. See, that's... I, I, I used to be like that. I... Mm-hmm. Veered away from that a little bit. No, I don't think I've, that's good. I've to be come in. to really but appreciate I, appreciate some of my favorite movies are are animated. I um, mean, there's a reason they're bringing Alfred Molina back. Yeah, in my opinion, he's he, the best Spider-Man villain. Absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. He's the best Spider-Man villain. Really, um, it's so hard to rank these two because they're so such different movies. Obviously, one's animated, one's not, and one is about the multiverse. One is just a really good. Solo yeah. Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um. Really, if I could make them tie, I would. I mean, it's so it's close a, for me. Yeah, it's uh, it's just. But for me, Spider-Man Two, I grew up with that. That was the Spider-Man One. I was a little too young to. I mean, I lo- I liked it, but Spider-Man Two is like that's when I was like, I like this kind of stuff. Oh, same. Yeah. You know, 
Um, oh, but yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, it's, it, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's probably it's the, one of the I mean, best animated movies. I, I mean, I love the comic book style, like with the, uh, the little comic dots in it. And like, yeah. Into the, the Spider-Verse. Kind of choppy animation. Is one of those movies that only comes out every few years. Yeah. That I walk out of the theater going, Damn. No, it's a visual. That was good. I think it's eye candy. It's I, pure I, eye candy. I'll say this: I think the last movie before Into the Spider Verse that I had this reaction with of like, holy crap, that was not just a good Spider Man movie. That was just a good damn movie. Last movie I had a reaction like that was was Logan. Oh, definitely. Logan was the last one that I can compare to Into the Spider Verse of how I reacted to it. Of like, wow, that was that was a no. Ride. I mean, that was really. Great. Yeah, it's, I just I I like, we get a lot of memes great. from Spider Man too though. Remember we do that. no. Oh yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I mean these these last two. It, so I'll say it wasn't hard for me to put into the Spider Verse as number one for me for various reasons, but that doesn't mean it wasn't close. Because Spider Man Two is the I think it's one of the best live action superhero well, movies. Ever. It has it. It shows what can happen when you get enough comic bookiness in it, but enough realism and just have yeah. fun with it. And yeah. it's got – it also benefits from a very Sam Raimi direct, directing style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the whole scene where Doc Ock, he's in the hospital. They're trying to remove his arms, and they come to life while he's just knocked out. They're yeah, it's almost, murdering it everybody. It almost gets into horror. No, it has that. shot straight that the re- only remind reason, me of Evil Dead. The only reason it's not horror is because it's a superhero movie. No, yeah. And in context of the I know Sam scenes, Raimi would have made it radar if he could have. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that whole scene, uh, all the fight scenes are just amazing. Yeah. If you watch Spider-Man 2.1 or whatever to call it with the extra stuff, it has even yeah. more fight scenes. There's now there's a compl- there's a kind of blaringly obvious um, sort of plot hole in it. I'll get to that. It's not really plot hole, but it's just like common sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, they were gonna keep all the fight scenes, but they thought it was too brutal originally. Yeah, because like in one of them, Spider-Man gets just straight up slammed this, uh, a train. One thing um, I appreciate about Spider-Man's just pummeling Doc Ock, which Sam Raimi took out because he thought, wait, people wouldn't believe that's possible. Because yeah. Doc Ock, he's just a guy. He's a normal man. Yeah, he he cannot. He's take, a human he man. He can't take a full hit from Spider-Man. People <laughs> forget how powerful Spider-Man is. When Doc Ock took over Spider-Man's body in Superior Spider-Man, yeah, he punched Scorpion's jaw like off. Yeah. <laughs> No, because Spider-Man's always holding back. Yeah, because he didn't realize how tough Spider-Man is because Spider-Man is always pulling his punches. No, always. Um, But I don't think it's... um, I don't remember what he did. There's a a comic line that I don't remember all the details, but Kingpin did something, and I don't remember what it was, but then Spider-Man just rolled up to Kingpin and just like... Beat his ass. Beat the shit out of him. Basically as a, hey, here's just a reminder. I can beat your ass whenever I want. Yeah. He's like, I play with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, but because I'm a good guy and I don't want now to. You could, I, I, I want to give you a chance. You could argue that the arms but, are keeping him conscious. Isn't there like a version of Doc Ock in the comics that he is just like a limp body attached to the arms? Yeah, eventually, because he keeps getting knocked because, out by Spider Man. Yeah, and they <laughs> showed he's had brain damage from Spider Man. Yeah, but I think he shouldn't have landed a punch. But. 
Either way, that doesn't take me out of it too much. I mean, it's a guy with big mechanical arms fighting a spider boy. Because um, when it comes down to it, in superhero movies, it's not the realism of the fights that we like. It's the character development and the superheroes and the, and the fun. How how these characters interact with each other that's fun. So the great part about Spider-Man 2 is not the fight scenes, although they are really good. It's how Doc Ock toys with Peter. Yeah. And how Peter reacts and, to it. And I love his whole redemption arc where he sacrificed himself to drown the sun and yeah. then he dies because yeah. he drowns. Um, and then the whole scene where Spider-Man stops the train, even though it has some cringy Tobey Maguire <laughs> face, it definitely does. Yeah, but it's that's still, a classic it's scene. It's a classic scene. And they Absolutely. pick him up. It's like, oh, he could be my son. It's like, no, he it's could be so your friend. It's so classic. It's one of the scenes they reference in Into the Spider-Man. No, yeah, and they're like, oh, he could be my son. It's like, no, he could be your friend, there Gary. There are two main scenes they reference <laughs> in Into the Spider-Verse from the same, the Raimi-verse, and that's the dance scene because it's a meme and the train scene because it's classic. No, but here's the... <laughs> you kind of answered my question. The main reason I'm putting Spider-Man 2... Above Spider Verse is because Spider Verse into the Spider Verse wouldn't be as good without that movie. True, existing. yeah. Into the Spider Verse is building off everything that Spider Man has. It references been. that movie so many times when he's yeah. catching the train. So the, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right because so Into the Spider Verse is a movie that is referencing so many Spider Man. It's building off of Spider Man comics but, and movies, and it wouldn't have. I don't think Into the Spider-Verse would have happened at all if not for all of the previous Spider-Man movies. No, and that's kind of my reasoning, but yeah. you could come to me on a different day and I would say that's the best Spider-Man movie. It, I, it I just depends on my mood. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. It is it is a very close one for me, but I do think that when it comes down to it, Into the Spider-Verse, I think, is, I think it's probably my favorite superhero movie, period. With... I think the only ones. I think there's only two that. Oh, come okay, you got to consider the Dark Knight. You gotta yeah, I was gonna say Logan. I was gonna say the only two that come close are the Dark Knight and Logan. Yeah. But I don't think they even quite. Be, well, it just beat depends. What, I mean, it depends. They're obviously because, way different movies. Well, also, also, you keep, also you keep into consideration, Logan's not a superhero movie. No, it's like a. It's a western. Sci-fi it's western. a sci-fi western. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a superhero movie. Um, <laughs> It's hard to say Dark Knight is even a superhero movie because Christopher Nolan no, is so it's weird. A, <laughs> um, I don't know what to call it's it. It's a post 9 11 thriller. Yeah, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a post 9 11 Christopher Nolan movie. It's. And. Be, uh, uh, he, I so love just, the right essay just for at clarification, some point. I think it's still the best 9 11 movie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, just for clarification for like you, on our movie. listeners, if you are confused when Jackson says it's a 9 11 movie. Um, Watch, go home and watch the Christopher Nolan trilogy. They are, and then think about it in the context of being movies that came out post 9 11. Well, in like Dark, in the Dark Knight, yeah. Batman, Bruce Wayne basically plays the role of like the NSA, like the government wiretapping, doing anything to stop terrorists. Yeah. And Joker it, is just the chaotic force of terrorism that cannot be stopped because. Yeah. The war on terror, quote unquote, is endless. It's yeah, never the, gonna, the entire trilogy you know, plays. It, but it that's really, the whole thing. <laughs> the entire trilogy is really a commentary of post 9 11, the decade after that. Specifically, Dark Knight is the most obvious. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the other two do play into it as well. Just go home and watch those movies with that in mind, and you'll see what we mean. But, um,. No, yeah, it could go either way, but I gotta, I gotta make my ranking, and mine is with Spider Verse just barely coming behind Spider Man Two. 
Yeah, no, totally. I, I respect that. And uh, you get J.K. Simmons gets to have the most fun in this one. He does. There's a deleted scene where he wears the Spider-Man costume. I've seen that. Yeah, I love um, it. James it Franco gets that more fun in it. Uh, it's just... And the whole movie, like, I mean, the, not the it's whole movie. It's everything that was good about the other Sam Raimi movies, Spider-Man movies, all in this one. Yeah. You know, we, we Spider-Man 1 had a lot of good stuff. This movie keeps all of that good stuff yeah, and adds more good stuff and doesn't have the bad stuff. Like and I think Doc, uh, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, he's not just, he's not too like over the top like Willem Dafoe, which I still love, obviously. Yeah, I'll get but you a Spider-Man. <laughs> he's a good blend of like, he's an actual scientist that's trying to help the world. But he then feels an, like a real character. But then, you, you know, when the, aren't, the AI takes over, then he's insane and robbing banks. Yeah, I mean, Will, Willem <laughs> Dafoe, I really love, but he does feel like a, like, but that's kind of why he's so great. Old school comic book. That's why he's so great, though, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the reasons I love him, because you don't see that very much. No. Uh, movies try to take it too seriously sometimes, so having a, uh, I'll get you next time type of, but uh, no, it's, type of villain is fun. But Alfred Molina feels real. He is a real villain in yeah. this universe. He doesn't feel like a comic character all the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the and, time. But yeah. So, there's um, a few scenes that he does. Going back to Spider-Verse, though, it is just pure eye candy. It. It's I was I was super skeptical of it before I, I was it came a little out. bit too. I was because like, I was like Sony. They did the emoji movie. Yeah, I was a little bit too, but uh, but when I saw it, yeah, yeah. it blew my mind. Love the animation. Never seen anything like that in anime film. Blending two D and three D in a way that's not. It looked good the entire time. No, exactly. Often when because that films, often does not work. When they try to do that stuff, there's a few scenes here and there that stick out, even if it's done well. This movie has no scenes that stick out to me. It was weird no, yeah. Looking, they're all wonderful yeah, looking. I, I mean, I love every, Miles. Everything I love from, the jokes of Peter B. Parker. Yeah, and then you everything have, from there's not there's not one bad uh, voice actor performance in it. No, there is. Um, the char- Nick Cage's uh, Spider-Man Noir. Yeah, every single character has some type of character arc in it. And also, we were talking about all this multiverse stuff. This is the movie that brought that to the forefront. It is, yeah. Um, it's literally about that without yeah. any like um, explanation, really. Every single actor in it is good. Uh, every sing- almost every single main character has a story arc, even if it's small. Yeah. Nick- Spider-Man Noir learns colors. <laughs> um, well, and you go, but, you get and, all the great like comic book like bams and pals and you yeah. Know, and, and so it and, has it has its moments of just pure comic book goodness, and then it has its moments of Miles Morales his arc with his dad and his uncle and him taking the leap of faith is one of the best comic book arc or like com- superhero arcs in a movie I've seen. No, definitely, it is just it gets me every time and. I mean, also the you take in count. Uh, one thing I think that Spider Verse has uh, fight me over this uh, way better. On on the you can't Tell me. you can't argue with it over of the other Spider Man movies is the music. Oh yeah, the music in Spider Verse is just expertly um, used. Yeah, expertly made and expertly used. Yeah, yeah. Not that the other movies have bad music because they don't. I mean, Spider Man Two actually has some of my favorite superhero music in it are you talking about like the soundtrack the like score, the score the score 
and how it's used, not just the score, how good the score is by itself, but how it's used in the movie. The Raimi trilogy score with Daddy Elfman it's, is the best Spider-Man score. But it's the best Spider-Man Spider-Verse score. Spider-Verse uses it, pop culture music. It like its soundtrack it is the best. So yeah. well. Um, being animated, they were able to, I think they were able to use cinematography in a way that Sam Raimi couldn't have done. Oh, it could have been in done a in way that time. That uh, just. I mean, I mean, I yeah. They, I think Spider Verse yeah. is a pinnacle of Spider. But movies. I definitely agree that Spider Man Two is the best live action one. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. But I still kind of have that bias where I do prefer live action movies. That's the only thing that made it hard for me was the the combination of that and Spider Man Two is the classic that I grew up with. But in recent time, I've become less. Uh, but here's something I'll action. say. Here's something I'll say. Yeah. Because obviously we love both of them. I love them basically equally, but I have to put one above the other for this. That's where um, I stand. I just find it easier <laughs> to choose which but, one. Um, basically. Yeah. But here's what we both can agree on. I think. Yeah. If you want, if you've never heard of Spider-Man or anything, and you just want. Two good options are two movies to watch. Yeah. Watch Spider-Man 2 and then watch Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I think that yes. would be the best order to watch them. Yeah. Well, if, if, if you just want I, an introduction I, to Spider-Man. I'll just straight up say, if you can only watch one movie and you have never watched Spider-Man before, Spider-Man 2. Well, yeah, because you would not understand Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. Because all. Spider-Man 2 is a classic superhero movie. Well, and here's another core, thing about Spider-Man it 2. It doesn't require you to know a lot Spider-Man about Spider-Man 2 and, like, that trilogy, well, especially the first two, they were, like, the Christopher Reeves Superman movies to me. Exactly. They have that same kind of feel, like, classic, yeah. like, that is how movie. That is exactly how I feel about them. So if, if you have... Maybe only, we'll do a Superman movie ranking. That'd be fun. Oh, that would be very fun, because some of those are really bad. Yeah, and... <laughs> There's more bad Superman movies than there but are. But the really good ones are Spider-Man like movies. Superman 2's probably my favorite superhero movie of all time. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's I, in my top 5. I recommend watching the Donner cut. Yes, definitely the Donner cut. <laughs> because the uh Well, it's Superman 1 the, and I, the I love theatrical that. Who's cut the actor is, that plays Lex Luthor? He's su- great. In Superman in the original. It's like in, a comedian from the 70s. Oh, shit. Uh I have to look that up. Uh Um, who? Lyle Talbot. Ah, but he's great. No, uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Then why is Wikipedia <laughs> fucking? It's Gene Hackman. Oh, it's telling me then the forty serials. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I had to pull it up here, and you you mentioned the name. I'm like, that's not who this is. Yeah, it's Gene Hackman. <laughs> Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Donner Superman. Yeah, um, those are it's fun great. movies. Those are a good example of movies that are, even the bad ones are still fun. <laughs> With Quest for Peace, I've never even seen that one, and I know it's bad. I've seen some of it when I was a I kid. Think, I think they're mostly fun. I've really only seen one and two. But anyways, there you go. There's our rankings. Yeah, that is... Uh, and I said this was going to be a short one, but we always lie. Yep, we lied to you again. Yeah, you know uh, we'll have to repent and ask forgiveness. 
Oh. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever spider can. So he's web. Does he can? I don't know. He's a Spider-Man. Look out. Oh, and spider He got the words wrong. You can't sue us. Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. Oh, and Spider-Ham is in Spider-Verse. It wins. I'm sorry. Spider-Ham's Spider-Ham in Spider-Ham is great. I saw an it interview wins. with uh, John Mulaney, yeah, the voice great. for Spider-Ham, and he said that, uh, so basically... Uh, he got the role because he he was called up and he was asked if he wanted to be in a superhero movie. Yeah, and they didn't really tell him what it was because they couldn't tell him what it was because uh, they wanted to keep it mostly secret. And John Mulaney is like a, a comic book fan, so luckily he knew what Spider Ham was when they said Spider Ham. Nice. But they called him up, didn't even tell him Spider Ham. They just said, "We want you for this role. <laughs> Are you in? Like, come by." And and they brought him down, and then they were they were like. It's Spider-Man. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, there you go. We were talking yeah. about Spider-Man in our rankings. In our rankings. Uh, let us know. Maybe we will update it when No Way Home comes out. We when, Yeah. We will. We should probably do a sh- very short let's, update. Let's do a short update. When we review No Way Home, we will do a short update on what our Spider-Man yeah, rankings. Yeah, where the ninth movie fits in. If you disagree with our rankings... You can let us know by, Go yell at us. by following us on Instagram, joining our Facebook group. Um, yeah, do all those good things. Do all those good things. Links in the description. If, <laughs> if you like what you hear, go on to Apple Podcasts. Leave well, you know, a, you leave, could even leave us a review. It's a, that's you could even a good idea. You could leave us a very biased review where you say, "Oh, I hated their ranking. Amazing Spider-Man One's the best Spider-Man movie." You can yeah. do that as long I as encourage you. as long as you give us five stars. Yeah, because, <laughs> come on. No, if you Don't like hurt. what you hear, go on to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell us what you think. We're a small podcast. Join Don't our, join like our uh, Facebook group and where you can post and if you want and leave us suggestions. Leaving us a one-star review is like shooting us in the back of the barn. Come on, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> on our Facebook group. Even you, if you do hate On us. our Facebook group, you can uh, post and leave us suggestions if you like, if you join. Yes. Post on the page even. The um, Odd Drunk Pod Squad. Odd Drunk Pod Squad. Slowly but surely. And follow our Instagram where we post all the cool pictures. Link tree in the description. Yeah, for all of our platforms. All of them. And we're on a lot of them. Yeah, we are. It's, it's nice. Uh, talking to some other people who have podcasts. Like, we're on more po- uh, platforms than some podcasts are. Thanks to Podbeam. We don't talk about them much. Yeah. But they... <laughs> they Make it really easy to get on all that stuff. But anyways, yeah, if you want to start your own podcast, go to Podbeam and check them out. But don't, because then you'll be competition with us. But I yeah. ask for then it. Then we will destroy we you. We will destroy you. <laughs> you'll get you next time. <laughs> Miscellaneous podcasters, and there's plenty of them. <laughs> if you want to become <laughs> our podcast rivals, go on Podbeam, make an account, and let us know that we are now your rivals, and we yeah. will become your rivals. Uh, but yeah, and we will <laughs> Willem Dafoe all over you. <laughs> is that is euthanism? Is that, uh, I'm not comfortable Just watch with The that. Lighthouse if you want to know what Willem Dafoe does in his bedroom. <laughs> Go, actually, don't watch, just watch The Lighthouse. Go watch our episode on The Lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. Don't actually watch a movie, though. Just watch the episode. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Lighthouse. Okay, great, get out yeah. of here. All right. Let's roll that outro. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content.
To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.